Lady Hopper. Tom Bailey joins us again. I feel my body in two different places. I'm still playing for both teams. Good old Dave Pryor, he's back as well. And our special guest tonight is the chairman of Yobletown Football Club, Martin Perry. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Football Bloody Hell. And uh, first of all, let's say hello to our guest, uh, Tom Bailey. Evening, Tom. Good evening. Wonderful to be back. Uh, indeed it is. And uh, Hilda Prize here. Hello, Hilda. How are we, sweetie? Are you well? Oh, I'm lovely, dear. <laughs> and uh, Glad guest, to hear it. Our special guest tonight is, of course, Martin Hillier. Martin Hillier, I was going to say. Martin Hellier, the uh, chairman and owner of Yobertown Football Club. Good evening, Martin. Good evening. Thank you for having me. No, we love having you on, mate. Don't you worry. We love it. Um, so, and I'm going to kick things off. Um, first of all, I guess, Martin, what, what's been happening around the club, eh? off the field as opposed to on the field, from your perspective, you know, with your your plans yeah. that you're putting into place there, like the boardroom and various other things. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're, um, we continue to look at the sort of little background commercial aspects, the the hospitality, you know, the um, the room bookings, the um, various mechanisms, which are now, I think, a lot easier as far as people wanting to book a mascot experience or um, um, program sponsorship or match sponsorship. You know, <coughs> excuse me, it's now not such a mystery. You know, you can go on the website and click on there and, and book it, and it shows you what... what um, it's by no means a plug, by the way, but it shows you what um, hospitality is available and you can book it up and do all those things. And that's that's proven to be really good. So hats off to to uh, the team for, um, you know, making that happen. And we just continue to carry on sort of optimising with with one eye on the, on next season as well. So, you know, there's a the Monday to Friday stuff is, uh, you know, there's a huge amount of that. The football is... Uh, is obviously the main part of it, and um, but you know stabilising it, keeping it uh, going in the right direction, and uh, hopefully that's that's national league. But you, you mentioned next season, and of course you know it, it seems a long way away. But when you actually get down to it, is, mm. is it fourteen games something like that left? I think, and uh, you know obviously we've got we've still got our. A ten-point lead and a game in hand, so potentially we've still got our thirteen points with a bit of luck, um, which is looking good. But I mean, you know, it'll soon come around, and I'm sure then you'll certainly yeah. you you whoosh straight into another sort of uh, set of criteria that you've got to meet. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, that ten-point lead that that sort of tested the nerves a little bit on Saturday. All the all the teams beneath us mostly were 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 coming out with three points and. Um, um, I know it got a little bit tasty at times um, at uh, Tunbridge, but you know the boys, the boys done good, and uh, very entertaining game, and, and and credit to Mark and the lads for that. Um, and yeah, it's getting into that sort of territory where we dare to dream, if you like. But as Mark says, you know, game by game, you know, if you focus on each game, if you win it, then by default you're uh, you're getting that points lead. So. Yeah, it's getting into the. I think we've got what seven, seven home games left of the season. So um, 
still, you know, a way to go. And, and you know, we mustn't get bolshy or clever about anything. We, we, we're all approaching it. It's the same way as we would every game. So, so it just, just seems to be uh, working out the right sort of formula at the moment. Looking at the crowds that you've been getting, uh, mm. what's your feeling? Are they are they above expectations, or are you disappointed with them, or, or are you no, quite, I mean, quite happy with them? Definitely not disappointed. I mean, you know, quite <clears throat> humbled by it to be honest. We never we never set a target. I think the average last season home games was two thousand one hundred. I think in the national league where we were, and so to be doing what sixty seventy percent more numbers like. 3,600 and what breaking the attendance record twice so far and I bet we'll do it a third time yet um you know it, it's um it, it's fantastic it's nothing we could have um dared to expect given the position that we were we were at that demoralized position that everyone was in last season and um anything would have been uh, would have been good wouldn't it so so again you know total gratitude to the fans and and their and their belief and their and their patience over what's been a quite a quite a sort of dark cloud for a long time so so we're entirely grateful for the support for sure well, i'm sure if i speak for the, the you know the fans i mean i think they're all grateful for your support as well so you know one's one's as much important as the other really is when you get down to it well <clears throat> we hope so we do our best you know and i think most well-rounded yeovil town fans would would understand what we're trying to achieve and 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 what we've put into it and um, first and foremost for the love of uh, our community club um, and so you know there's always going to be one or two who don't quite subscribe to that point of view but you know that's that's life I guess and um, you know we pay them equally as much attention given given the the sort of handful of them that there is but that's football isn't it. Well, you know, talking of that point, I, I read somewhere that, that there's, there's uh, I don't know if it's a group of people or just two or three people, but they're giving you an awful lot of stick. And I oh. cannot, for the life of me, understand the mentality of these people. What is their problem? I mean, you, you must be sick to death of it if you, after what you've done. Well, it's, uh, you know, it sort of scratches a little bit. Um, it's white noise mainly, isn't it? I mean, you know, there is one in particular who who... who just seems threatened by the by the um, by the good fortunes that Yeovil um, is enjoying, perhaps through their own insecurities or lack of achievements. Um, I don't know, but I can't really see any other agenda they would have. And I mean, <clears throat> I've had three or four people contact me to say he's had the same sort of fixation with them in the past and tried to ruin their lives. And and a few of those he very nearly has, in fairness. Um, I'm more than happy <clears throat> to sort of take one for the team, if you like. But, you know, it, it it really should be noted that every spurious, fictitious story that this particular person publishes about me, um, you'll notice he always names me as the chairman of the Oval Football um, Club. Um, um, because this person, for, for reasons completely unknown to me, wants to derail the success of the club that it's currently enjoying and, and reverse its fortune. So, you know, be under no illusion that although these kind of vile articles seem primarily aimed at me, they are in fact an attack on every Yeovil Town fan, every 
member of staff whose livelihood depends on the club and the very reputation of the club itself. But, you know, there's no point in offering a lecture to someone who probably just wants a hug. Um, I think confidence is silent and insecurities allowed, you know, and um, I've had plenty of worse days um, and I've managed to survive 100% of them so far. So, you know, it, you're always going to have that little toxic echo chamber. And um, it's no good to ask me um, what their agenda is or their reason. Um, <clears throat> I think um, some of the kind of fictitious text messages I've seen have suggested that um, I would sell the club because of it. Um, well, you wish, mate, is, uh, is my answer to that one. I mean, <clears throat> short of legal action, there is there much you can do about it, or other than just ignore it? Yeah, I mean, you know, why? You know, you, you you know, you can't stop a clown being a clown, but you don't necessarily have to go to the circus, do you? <laughs> and that's really, that's really where I am on that one. Um, I, I'm sure his own insecurities must keep him far more awake at night than um, than any good I'm doing at Yeovil Town. But you know, it it's 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 written and it's uh, you know I'm named as chairman in every article because that person is trying to derail the success that we're currently enjoying and and every listener and every Yeovil Town fan needs to see past what appears to be a personal agenda and 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 you know realise that it's aimed at destabilising the club so so make of that what you will but we'll continue to do what we're doing and we we hope the fans will continue to in, to enjoy that ride i mean what a season who could who could knock it i mean god forbid what it'd be like if things were going wrong um doesn't get much better than this i should think but um i guess some people just 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 struggle with that so you know all the best to them yeah dave you got any questions for uh martin of course absolutely um i was just wanting to link it to what we were saying um at the start about obviously Yeovil were 10 points clear could potentially be 13 with that that game in hand I think you said previously Martin that from the financial um standpoint you, there isn't really a lot to gain from um winning the National League South for instance so it's more about uh getting back into the National League and what the on the pitch um success can bring after that so it's more so about the other revenue streams I guess it would kind of help uh, get get the money back into the club this season, and then it's whereabouts Yeovil can go from that national league perspective. So, from your point of view, is it just very much just one box tick promotion this year, and in the long in the grander scheme yeah. of where you're looking to take Yeovil Town Football Club? Yeah, totally. I mean, look, you know, we know where we were put. Um, we know how desperately dire it was i mean i don't want to keep quoting the you know two or three days you know before it was going to go bankrupt but if you imagine that as a starting point survival of the club um safeguarding jobs safeguarding that community asset our football club was first and foremost so so in terms of firefighting that was that was the biggest one you 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 probably said exactly the right thing in terms of that box ticked um because you know we want to go on ticking boxes we don't want to 
There's no... I will just say we won't officially tick it yet. Should Mark, Cooper, was, should as, Mark as Cooper was... be listening and just not be very yeah. happy with how I, I put was, that to you? <laughs> as I was saying it, I did put my buy rate down and, and uh, stop. Um, I think we can put half a tick in the box. I think that we'll use a pencil maybe. Let's do that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's not, you know, this was never about a short-term egotistical kind of bang you know back up there and thanks very much sort of thing but you know the 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 only way to get where the only way to get where we where we you know want to go is to is to first first off you know um get past this point and um everyone everyone wants us back up you know national league and above um i'm not going to harp on about previous owners or anything like that but should never have been here if if any legacy that um we achieve is is getting us back at least up to the next one and um yeah it's exciting and and you know we 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 talk about fan zone upgrades for next season and the things we want to do and um but yeah so, so and everyone there the the manager the staff the 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 volunteers um they all play their part equally and um yeah it's it's an enjoyable ride and um it would take a lot more than a couple of little uh you know uh, trolls to 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 upset that side of things martin uh, my son for for about four or five years worked for the non-league paper up in london yeah you would be surprised the effect success at yeovil town has on their sales it is absolutely phenomenal. You'd never believe it yeah. unless you saw the figures. It's... I should have got. I should have. I should have. I should have got in on a cut of that, maybe. <laughs> but but no, I mean, uh, you know, and when, no, when we news. when we went out of the um, uh, what was it conference when we left it, I think I can't oh. remember now, um, and up into League Two, um, they were absolutely distraught because uh, so much so that they decided to start their own league paper as well as the non-league paper. Because well, it's, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's gratifying that other kind of ancillary businesses around the club um, do do benefit from um, what we're achieving at the moment. And, and you know, we, uh, more people coming into the town to watch a game or, you know, the, the vendors that supply us obviously get a bit more business. I think I think you guys are getting some great listenership on your on your um on your on your match stuff and your podcast and thousand odd people or something and you know so so anything that has a knock-on effect to local businesses around us or further afield well that's great and um you know we're all trying to sort of help each other out at the end of the day um despite the competitive nature of football so so yeah that's that's really gratifying really Mm. good i think it's a wider reach as well martin sorry um i was just that a lot of people uh, have have approached me recently who who know that I just go to go to Yeovil Town quite regularly, involved with the club, yeah. with the match day stuff, and and just say to me who people who don't even like football or into football that well, just just know that Yeovil Town are doing quite well and can see the tangible yeah, changes, totally, totally. And, and those conversations are obviously more positive now as well. I had to order I had to order something as a piece of furniture for the office, and I had to order it, and it was um. It was from Glasgow, and and the guy put a little note in saying, "Keep doing what you're doing." You know, with Yeovil Town, um, we got, I think we got a decent article coming out in Football Focus magazine next, well, this month, I think. That's um, you know, it's I think it's um, 
sparked a lot of sort of imagination and inspiration for for um a lot of other uh, people and organizations and again you know that that's a a brilliant kind of um accolade that that you know is almost a side effect of doing what we're doing but 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 no less um no less humbling and rewarding and and it's great i mean you know i think you know we're collectively the fans and 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 the staff and the and the lads and mark have, and you guys are, are, are putting Yeovil Town back on the map and that's that's brilliant to be a part of that tom what about you well um i have been well i've been given a question which i think is actually an interesting one um, it came out obviously last week that Truro are now ground sharing with Taunton. Um, now Taunton are uh, they are well known for not having the greatest of facilities, particularly for this level. Um, have either side come to try and approach Yeovil about a ground share, considering any of their issues um, with postponements and and the like? Not that I'm aware of at all, to be honest with you. Um, and you know. I think the very by very yeah. Um, the honest answer is, um, I don't think they have, and I, I I I don't think they would. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so confident in saying that. But um, uh, you know, it's it's a tough one for 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 either club um, if they're going through difficult times, or or you know we we somewhat take our incredible kind of. Coliseum of a stadium for for this level, um, for granted, and having a decent one, let alone maintaining it and so on, and the finances. And I think it goes back to that demographic of are you a football town? Have you got that? You know, have you got enough kind of following or support in there? But um, but no, I mean our our our, our stadium's far too sacred to share with other people, isn't it? Oh, I, well, I was I, just I, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that because. You know, if if it's a club that's on its knees that comes to the to Yeovil and says, "Look, please help," you want to try and you probably get caught between wanting to be that good Samaritan versus, well, hang on. If I think back to what happened in the summer and the images of all oh. the, um, you know, all your company, Martin and oh. and all the players who were painting fences and oh. such like, and then you see somebody else reaping the benefits, you kind of don't really want that yeah, situation and, either. And to be honest with you. There's just a, the basic logistics of, um, you know, fitting their games on our on our grounds. And if, um, you know, Matt, our groundsman and his, and, his, and his staff are listening, you know, they'd be sort of shivered down their spine anyway at the thought of anything going on um, on the pitch apart from our stuff. Um, you know, we don't know how many how many games might get sort of condensed in at the end for us or bad weather and uh all that sort of thing. And to be honest with you, um, it's a struggle enough to fit in other, um, you know, youth games or, or, or youth cup things um, on that, on that pitch. There's a big difference between where we are at this point and, you know, we're not home and dry. And so everything has to be treated very, very cautiously compared to, you know, the situation of perhaps, you know, winning it, uh, before the season's over and then you know your, your, your thoughts on accommodating other people are a little bit different but I couldn't see a scenario where we'd be accommodating either of those clubs just 
even on the logistics or the or the or the where it puts on the pitch. Um, um, yeah, I mean, you know, if if Matt the groundsman's out, I'm 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 I I feel nervous about even walking on the pitch myself just to just to you know um, get some fresh air or something. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, and quite rightly, they're protective over it. They, they do an immense amount of work on, on that. And um, often, you know, it's it's not as appreciated as it could be. Um, so, no, um, you know, keep off a grass sign, you know. I think that's a resounding no, Tom, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that one sorted. I've got one more as well. Um, I noticed on your LinkedIn, you posted about uh, your cat's need for affection. Um Thoughts on cats, and do you own any? If you do, uh, how are they? What are their names? Well, firstly, you know, you 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 should have forewarned me if you're going to bring out the soppy side of me. On <laughs> we've we've gone early there. Because I've got a reputation. To we can save this. Pay, we can save this for later. I've got one cat, Nala. She's a ragdoll cat, and um, um, it's funny. You don't, you don't know. You know, a, a lot of cats are solitary, but a ragdoll cat just wants to follow you around everywhere, wants attention constantly, constantly, constantly. So she's behind two closed doors at the moment because we'd, we'd never be able to do this. So, but yeah, once a year she has to have her annual lion shave because she gets all matted. So, so, so she's got her mane and her paws and her tail, and and the rest of it just looks like a sort of pre-packed chicken in Tesco. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she's good company, you know, and um, I think um, everyone enjoys the loyalty a, a pet can bring you, perhaps a, above and beyond the loyalty of some humans that might be in your life. So, um, yeah, and uh, she lets herself out, and I don't have to mess around. Oh, too much. Any other so pets, then, Martin? What's that? Sorry. Any other pets? No, no, that's plenty enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> Any chance of a Yeovil Town cat? I often, I often imagine a scenario if I brought Nala to the <clears throat> to the stadium, but um, you know she'd love it. She loves people, so they they just need lots of people around them, or or, or at least one. And um, so yeah, she'd done. She she she'd be a, a, a fun thing up there, but um, yeah, with, I'm not sure how well that would go down with kind of <laughs> environmental health and all those sorts of uh, people. Think so, of the yeah. rats she killed her. Oh, uh, yeah, she's no, she's too kind. She's not a killer cat. She's a kind of you know, I was watching TV the other day and just casually looked down and she was just kind of hugging this rabbit. Um, I was thinking of more of the two two legged uh, rats that are around. Oh, right, okay. Oh, uh, they'd be uh, yeah, she, she'd certainly have them for breakfast <laughs> as long as she doesn't bring them back here, yeah. <laughs> so, that's a gift I don't need. We'll, we'll, we'll switch to the game now itself, because Tom was obviously doing comms down there. Uh, come on then, Tom, give us your, your thoughts on the game. I was off and on listening to it and trying to see the racing and trying to you know, get worked up about the racing, which was uh, quite good on Saturday. But anyway, go it's for it. It's a difficult time for you, isn't it, AD? It's all, all the wrong time. Yeah, it is, really, yeah. Especially when United, <laughs> if United are playing on a Saturday rather than a Sunday, it's even worse. <laughs> you know, it's... Need more eyes that's what you need yeah yeah um yeah i think it was a, a really good performance um i think ian summed it up perfectly particularly on on comms that the first 20 minutes we were absolutely brilliant um there was a, a 25 minute spell after that up until half time where tunbridge really came out and uh, and gave it a good go 
uh, and really put us under some pressure. I mean, it, it led to a Michael Smith mistake, which, as we all know, is incredibly uncharacteristic of him. Not in your eyes, Tom. He didn't make a mistake. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> it, it, it was quite literal. I didn't see it. So it wasn't in my eyes at all. Um, we just looked up as, oh, they've, they've scored. OK. Um, <laughs> but no, Tunbridge did a really good job. They were the first team I've seen this season in the league where they would trigger high presses which really threw us off um, from the goal kick. Wannell and Williams were both stood in the box alongside Joe Day because they just didn't have anywhere to go. They were so far up. Um, it almost made me wonder if perhaps the tactics we used in the first half against Maidstone would have been much better used against uh, a Tunbridge where we just hoofed it long and try and beat the high line. Um but no, the first 20 minutes, we were absolutely fantastic. Really struggled up until half time, And then the second half, we came out, did a, a good job of, of slowing things down a bit, making it our game and not theirs. Um, and uh, we reaped the rewards with the third goal and uh, and then the fourth on the break late on. But no, Tunbridge did a good job. Uh, good facilities as well. Friendly people. Um, just a really nice day all round. Yeah, other that, than and, the, and, other. and that, that's worth echoing, really. Um, you know, my Jack, went up kind of representing if you like on Saturday and <clears throat> commented on how you know how how lovely um Sophie the the chairperson there was and and accommodating and I understand the grub was was pretty good as well so you know that's how you know how you can be a good host so yeah yeah I'd certainly second that Martin, yeah, what, was... what, what effect does it have on you um the problems that are that Taunton are having down there I mean, for example, if if just supposing the scenario was that they had asked you to ground share, or was it Truro were asking, or was it uh, Taunton were asking? That no, must be Truro. Um, but it wouldn't wouldn't have done your your income any good, would it? Because although they would obviously not come for nothing, you'd be more than likely seeing ad gates drop because people were spending their money to go and watch Taunton and Truro. Yeah, I mean, it's just it just wouldn't work on so many fronts, you know. Um... You know what? What's what's the kind of setup with that? You know, do you do you charge for that? Do you get some of the revenue for that? Do you get well? None of that. None of that balances up against the wear on the pitch, the logistics. You've got to have stewards. You know, marshalling security aspects to it. You know, who's paying for that, for example? Yeah. Um, so, I, I, it it sounds pretty callous to say Taunton's. You know, kind of ill fortunes at the moment don't affect us at all. But you know we're 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 no less sympathetic to their situation. But look, you know if you're going to spend a penny anywhere, you've got to you've got to you've got to start with the pitch. It's got to be it's got to be usable. You can't be a football club if you haven't got that. I'm, I mean, it's not my business to stick my head in their books and um, 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 tell them how to how to do things. But you, you're off to a non-starter if you if you don't have a an adequate pitch to play on and, and I'm entirely sympathetic to them um, for that but you know we all know that um, uh, you know in the UK it rains in the UK you get a frost and um, you know you're guaranteed that's going to be the case every season so um, it, again you know I don't want to be patronising them and telling them what they should do but um, it, it, it would it would be a non non-starter for for us to share our ground with with anyone, and that's not because we're being selfish. It's it's the logistics of of you know stadium management, um, um, pitch kind of um, um, maintenance, and 
you know, the the limited slots that you've got, given that, you know, if there's a um, frozen pitch or, or, you know, torrential rain or something, you, you know, you're going to end up condensing games as, as I think we were. It, was it last season we had to condense a load in or was it Taunton, one of them? And you end up playing a Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, just to just to play catch up. So, so whilst we're in, entirely sympathetic to a to a fellow um, Somerset football club, um, we wouldn't be able to entertain that sort of idea. Dave, um, Martin, we've bedded you in really for the first half of the pod because mm. the next few questions that we've got that might take us to the end of the pod are um are a little bit more hard hitting shall we say because i did have a little wry smile when uh, ad introduced you at the start and was like what's been going on since the, we you were last on the pod because i was thinking to myself not a lot really martin has there's not really been a lot going on at yeovil town football club over the last Four weeks or so. Very quiet, hasn't it? Very quiet indeed. I think there's probably so many things, it just merges into <laughs> one blurry thing. Um, everyone at the club is just doing everything, and you know, above and beyond, as they have done all season. I mean, the the you, you get into this part of the season, of course, injuries start to niggle. It's a bit of a hard slog um, here onwards, but, you know, part of of um, uh, Coop's skill is obviously being able to to um, take account of that and and and, and build a build a squad that's um, kind of interchangeable uh, uh, to that uh, degree. He's you know, brought in great ones like um, you know Sam Pierce, who's just hit the ground running straight away, got energy and legs and so on. Um, and and yeah, I mean, they're all of the staff are doing. Probably everything with the same intent and the same same vigor, if you like, as they did at the start of the season. So um, it is exhausting work. I think you know, let alone as a as a club owner, but running a football club in generally steady times is hard work. But obviously, the turnaround we've been working to achieve with Yeovil Town is 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 quite exhausting. But not you know, not just for me but the staff the manager the players and the and the, and the volunteers so um yeah it's um it, it's it's enjoyably exhausting but there's always something going on um yeah it's a, been a been a few things in the last couple of weeks I haven't really been haven't really been um, on social media or anything i mean is anything happened or oh well you've teed me up nicely there haven't you uh <laughs> which where do i go first so I'm going to take the opportunity to ask you whilst we have got you. So let's let's talk club brand. Let's talk club identity. Let, let, let's have this um and I was complaining about a cat kind of question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've given you that nice one now. We can now get to the yeah. to the real reasons to why, why you're here, Martin. Um, obviously, since the announcement... Um, of the new badge uh, you've been on the you were on the podcast i think before christmas and you were talking about the um the fan engagement and the history and everything behind it before um an announcement was going to be made on how you know the new look yeovil town um sure. was going to look so we know firsthand certainly here at three valleys just the, the work that's got that's gone in behind it fair to say that there's been a lot of uh reaction both oh, good oh. and bad um oh. 
since this is since uh, the club announced what the badge is, is is going to look like in the future um as far as you're concerned still very much a case of proceeding with that change there's no other um avenues that you're looking to explore at this moment in time it's just a case of here it is it's here to stay and uh, something that we're gonna have to get used to and get behind yeah without being blunt i mean uh, i mean when you say good and bad it's the difference between reading twitter comments and reading facebook comments for example or or or, or that's a fair comment you know so so um if, as as everyone will be you know acutely aware that if i if i made decisions based on uh on Twitter comments, I, I don't think I'd even be um, getting out of bed in the morning, to be honest with you. Um, I think the, 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 the sort of the, the interesting thing with this is, is, as you said, we announced our intentions to to change the branding. And and I think a lot of the sort of naysayers are very short memories in terms of how they were interactive and 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 in agreement that the current badge is past its sell-by date. Um, they seem to forget that over a thousand supporters um, answers of, of what formed that badge. If the minority of people wanted the Lions, for example, or the majority of people commented that the Lions is the least interesting thing on the badge, well, that that would kind of suggest that you wouldn't have lions. If the majority of people wanted a pair of gloves because it represents the glovers, then it, then it might say that you that you would include gloves. Um, and so it's it's you know, and I, I made the point that um, over a thousand people contributed to the online poll. But but uh, very few of them wanted to come and actually see the result, which which might suggest how how endeared they are to any branding of any club. Um, we um, uh, have have acknowledged the heritage of it. Um, everyone knows better, you know. It's very very fashionable to bash it. I had a screen up in my boardroom when we put that um, branding live. The first five or six or seven toxic comments were from those that were either banned from the club or banned from our social media feed. And therefore that set the tone. Um, very good, well done, um, have, have, have your day, you know, but I do use the comment occasionally that progress depends on the unreasonable man. And if I'm that unreasonable man, then so be it, but it <coughs> is still progress. And, you know, you will eventually get over it and you will like it. But um, I've seen lots of, wonderful different designs like watching an old episode of take heart or something because sc scrolling through all the lovely little drawings that everyone sent in um and very good you know it, it's it, it um it's subjective it's always going to be subjective of course they're going to rip it apart so the same as the current kind of trolls are ripping apart the, 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 the current success that Yeovil Town's enjoying. I mean, maybe I should have 50 or 60 different badges, um, according to them. So um, that's not to dismiss their, their, their love and, and, and feelings for the club. And some of them have been going for decades and so on. I get that. I get that. But much the same as everyone 
on social media is a is a, you know is a football manager. Um, well, well, now you know they're all graphic designers as well, and, and we've we 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 value feedback and that. But look, you're never going to come up with a badge that they agree on, um, and no, we're not going to bend on it. We're not going to be abused or 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 or, or kind of railroaded into you know backing down on things like that or we'd be backing down on everything else i'm sorry but we're on a mission um it's our belief it's our commercial belief it's our our you know we've also acknowledged the heritage of the club and the and the fonts and so on and so on and and um it was derived from 1000 yeovil town fans from which we drew all their comments and that's the badge we came up with. So, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. The reason I ask about the, um, you know, your standpoint on, on the badge moving forward is purely just taken from the um, Leeds United perspective, which I know is a very different yeah. um, kind of example because uh-huh. they completely uh, changed the whole identity of the badge itself. There was very little fan engagement. I got that. It was very that was a, yeah, very it was a very... Common. Something very communist about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you like. Yeah. Um, um, I don't. I don't believe we were um, anywhere near off the mark like that. It is fashionable to bash me or bash change for the club. Um, well, you've hit that. You've hit the nail on the on the head there about change because me, Tom, and Rick, we we did the pod uh, must have been just after the uh, the announcement that you made we had a really good discussion about uh, just change generally i mean in my in my day to day job for um for instance um i'm i'm there to try and implement digital change in the nhs and i know just firsthand how difficult that can be yeah. because I'll, change I'll keep my job. change is change and yeah. nobody likes it and i think I'm... certainly whilst from a personal perspective, I understand people's affinities to history and and all those sorts of things. But you're familiar with the current badge because it's associated to you and previous Yeovil sure. teams, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But you know, essentially, Martin, if you were to rebrand Yeovil tomorrow and you came up with the existing badge, yeah. people will probably wouldn't like it because they go, "Well, where do the lines come from?" And and, and oh, it's the same, right. and it's the same yeah. sort of thing. I mean, you know, I might have fond memories of my ex, but I certainly have better memories of my of my, of my current partner. And, um, you know, with all these polls that, that are out there, do you like badge A, do you like badge B? What it should have said is, do you like change or don't you like change? Yeah. And and, and, and that's the fact of it. And, you know, I think Margaret Thatcher turned some term, wasn't it, AD? You know, the, 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 the medicine is unpleasant, but the, but the patient needs it. And... Um, you know, to future proof the branding of the club and to and and by the way, I've never played what do you call it? Pez? What's that? Was what someone said a football? Oh Pro Evolution Soccer. Yeah. I've never played it or seen it. Um if we qualify for a for a for a global football game franchise, I think that's pretty good anyway, isn't it? But um yeah, um some people don't like change. Um you know, you could say a lot of people used to like going to blockbusters, but they don't mind watching Netflix now, do they? So, um, you know, it, 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 it's uncomfortable for a lot of people. Um, listen, 
would I have done, would we have done everything that we've tried to do for this club this season and beyond if we wanted to deliberately come up with a branding that was bad for the club or, or was going to have a negative effect on it? We believe we're doing what we think is right. And more importantly, we developed it from 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 what the fans wanted. I didn't have one graphic design input on it or or, or uh, and I wouldn't dare to do that. I'm I'm sorry if um, I'm you'd sorry. think you'd think if you read the right forums that you just stuck a massive H in the in the middle of it. That would have been good, or maybe change it to I don't know, blue and yellow. <laughs> Um, I just want to bring Tom in a second because Tom, you're obviously in, involved in those conversations that we had a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and we said, didn't we, that within those conversations, that actually, if you look at rebranding up and down the whole EFL and the Premier League as well, lots of teams have changed their badge in the last ten years or so, and whilst there might have been outcries at the time, no one's really talking about it now. Time has passed. No. I think there there aren't, well, as you say, there aren't really any that I can think of off the top of my head that are continuing to bash their own badge. It, it does take a bedding in period, as, as Martin has said as well. Um, I personally think it's a pretty decent badge. I was a bit taken aback at first, but once I began to sort of look at it, and especially after watching the video as well, um, seeing some of the, the, the purpose behind the changes as well, I think it's a really good, um, a really good change. Um and again, it's beneficial for the club as well. One thing I, I realised as well when I did a little bit of research after it had all come out as well is we've not had the current badge for in the grand scheme of our club's history not that long. It's sort of the the sixties, seventies, eighties. We yeah, is somewhere in those decades anyway. Yeah, I um, mean that we changed it anyway. Yeah, so you think I'd 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 you know bastardize some some centuries old royal crest or something um and, and people are forgetting that but but to counter that a little bit i get why they feel that way because whilst it's maybe from the 60s or 70s um you know that's 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 all they've seen in terms of even if they've been coming for decades so i do get that bit but they do need to you know get things a little bit into perspective and you know put the old one next to a new one if you like you know a hand-drawn image of john the baptist on sacrificing a baby to some wolf or something um then, then um um you know that that's 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 what it is i mean it, at least you can say you know within that logo you know metaphorically and 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 in reality we've got rid of the crooks so um it's it's all in our opinion um you know, the right way. And look, it's not set in stone forever. You know, calm down. It's it's almost like, it's almost like with a lot of these, uh, you know, vicious kind of fans, it's almost like you'd be better off staying at home staring at the logo because you can't have too much interest in the actual quality of the football if you would be so destructive as to say, I, I, I won't be renewing my season ticket. I won't be buying next year's kit. All of that, well, you know, that's if that if that's the case, don't. Um, we, we're we're doing what we believe is is commercially is commercially right. I know Michael uh, West from the Heritage Society um, acknowledged that that, that it, it, it it sort of adopted its cap to to the history of the club, you know, the fonts and so on. 
we would argue about it all day. Well, they will, not me, all day, every week, every year. Um, because it's good to moan, isn't it? I mean, you know, that's that's that that seems to be the case is is in the in the you know, in the in, in on, on planet Twitter. So but I, I don't live on that planet fortunately. So Well we've we've done forty five minutes now on, on Yeovil, so I suppose we've got to have a little bit of time on the the football scene in general. And the first thing I'm gonna bring up is blue is the colour. Now, I mean, what an insane idea. Isn't football complicated enough with VAR and everything else that we've got to start bringing in another card? Dave, your thoughts? <laughs> what are my thoughts on the blue card? Um, first of be, all, I was be surprised... Be careful what you say, Dave. We've got your views already on, on last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, think, sure I, think match up. I think he would have handed out a few of those in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's funny, isn't it? Um and I think I mentioned it to you, Tom, that for ages people have spoken about those in betweeny decisions as being an orange card, and then out of nowhere, literally out of the blue, comes the blue card. Um and I can only assume it's because they needed to pick a bold colour to do with, you know, colour blindness of fans, if all the cards look similar colours, I don't know, but I think in our VAR age, etc., I, I think it's just going to add to more having, complicated um, having had conversations. Kids, is, it, is it is it is it the adult equivalent of a naughty step? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's exactly that, isn't it, Tom? It is yeah. exactly that. Yeah, you'll be if you receive a blue card, you'll be off the pitch for ten minutes. I saw it came out today about uh, if a goalkeeper received a blue card, it leaves teams with the um, the decision to make of making a permanent substitution to then have a proper goalkeeper in in between the sticks, or to just put an outfield player in the sticks for ten minutes. Which, while is an interesting idea, it's not really an idea that teams should have to face. Did, did you get like two blues add up to a yellow or or a? Um... <clears throat> You know, I mean, have they hammered out the actual uh, rules? Or was it just 10 minutes on a naughty step and, and, and you can come back? I think as as far as I understand, it is just the 10 minutes out and then you're back in. But I think it would make sense to, if you were to have two blues, you would then either spend longer off or it then turns into a yellow or or something like that. It, it doesn't seem like it's quite been thought all the way through just yet. No. Well, the ref will need a bigger wallet, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's just strange it's... one. It's a strange one to me. I mean, be, because it it football and and its passions and the adults playing it, it feels like there's not a little there's not a little fuzzy middle bit of go and sit down for ten minutes and come back. I think you know, it, it, I think every football player is aware of. The consequences if he if he forms a bad tackle, does something stupid, and and so too as a manager and and the club, um, you know it's going to be one of these. Um, I mean, imagine at our level with the officiating, um, how those are going to be dished out or not dished out, or um, it's bad enough trying to get them to understand the the, the yellow and red ones. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be. Um, dare I say, a little bit sort of humorous to see it initially come into play. Who will be the first, you know, premiership player to get a blue card? That's a pub quiz question waiting. 
I think you've hit the nail on the head again with saying with how humorous it is because it feels a bit like I don't know a bit sort of lucky dippy kind of you know are you going to draw a card and then that card will say oh you can uh, pick somebody out of the out of the crowd to come and join your team for the next 15 minutes like it seems very community chess chance yeah yeah exactly it's a little it's just a little bit too molly coddly too kind of soppy i don't expect i'm allowed to say woke am i but i mean um you know god you're either you're either in trouble or you're not sort of thing you're either sent off or you're not or or you get a yellow card or or whatever the blue one i mean imagine how 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 open to interpretation or exactly it's exactly that as to you know like oh you give a little bit of a glancing look at me um, you know, there's a blue card. Um, yeah, what's a what's a what's a defined rule set, or what will it be of a blue card? That that is where it's all going to become. And what will we call it as well? Because obviously, a, a yellow card we go with a booking. A what? red card, you know, is a sending off. Are what we going to be? Are we going to call it a bluey? I don't suppose we can. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, yeah, a, a, a you know, a, a, a sort of I don't know, naughty card. <laughs> Imagine, imagine commentating that as well. And yeah. Cooper's received a blue card. That, it just—it doesn't even sound right, does it? No, well, you it's can a... just almost it's sort of handbags at dawn or something, isn't it? I don't know. It's a little <laughs> bit kind of oh, oh, you, you know, sort of. It's just—it's a bit soppy, isn't it? Um, you, could, you could do a Basil Fawlty on it, couldn't you? Really get a branch from out in the bushes somewhere. <laughs> I told you before. It, 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 it feels like it would be. A, a, a more awkward walk back to the bench than than uh, say a red yeah, card for yeah. some reason because it's yeah. a bit like um well, you know surely though they'd have to have a symbolic sin bin wouldn't they rather than just walking back off the pitch you can't do that. They, you just every stadium needs to install a blue naughty step yeah mm-hmm. well, I, I think it needs to be a on, on the naughty step. You know, this blue card is sponsored by. Yeah, it's that, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> mo- moving on, though, I see. I think I'm right in saying that there are two points covering the top three teams in the Premier League: Liverpool, uh, Manchester City, mm. and Arsenal. Now, uh, it's getting quite tight, isn't it? And of course, we have a team just on the outside of the perimeter and they're beginning to get up ahead of steam as well. So there it is. There, there it is. I wondered, there. I, wondered, I wondered what angle we would have to get that in before we left tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. you know, we are fostering pretty well at the moment. So, uh, But no, seriously, going back to the top three, I mean, who's going to win it? City. Mm, yeah, probably I think, City. Yeah, I, I, I would go with that, I think, just statistically or just, you know, the formidable force not that the others aren't comparable to that but you know that that's my feeling too i see that uh, very... on as you know i like my racing and uh, on itv racing matt chapman uh got hold of sir alex ferguson and was at the races on saturday yeah <laughs> i did see this <laughs> and uh his first question was well, sir, sir alex uh are tottenham gonna win the league and without anything like no bang straight <laughs> in no which I thought was great. Good old Fergie. One's deep, yeah. But, uh, but no, I think it's great. You know, you got a situation where you've got four, you know, coming on five. Um, you know, give uh, give them their credit. Um, 
you know where it's tight together like that it makes makes that's that's the that's the competitive kind of enjoyment of football how many years do you give it martin before yeovil make the charge oh i don't know we're just sort of we're just sort of feeding the horses now and uh you know <laughs> feeding feeding the troops and so on but you know want once we're ready, we're, I don't know about the charge. We might just have a gentle canter for 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 a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's great. That's what you, you know. It's, it, I don't, I don't think it's too much. I've got to be careful. I'm going to contradict myself here because I was about to say I don't think it's too much fun when the when the top team are, are leading by so many points. And I was about <laughs> to totally contradict myself there, but. Yeah, it's nice when it's tight like that, isn't it? it, it you know, that's, that's the sort of banter and the, and the enjoyment and competitiveness of it. And um, it's great when it's, uh, you know, it could be any anyone's, uh, you know, guess to a degree. So, Like you say, though, 10 points, bit, 10 points clear at the top, that's not a bad place to be either, is it? It's not a bad place to be, you know. We, 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 yeah, we'll definitely, um, we'll, we'll definitely take that one. And... Uh, Try and make it a few more. I think we're a game in hand anyway, aren't we? So, um, yeah, it's brilliant. I, almost like Saturday, you're in this kind of bizarre kind of world where you're saying, I hope we don't drop below a 10-point lead. I mean, you know, last last season was, cool. you know, nice if we drew sometimes. <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that one. Thanks very much. And, um, you know, yeah. I keep trying to, in my mind, write off Arsenal, but they do keep coming back all the time. And they do keep coming back. I've got a particular dislike for Arteta. I think he's a uh, over the top, totally with everything, really. (laughs) But but every time I try and write them off, they keep coming back, and they're still there. Um, I know it's like a terrible internet journalist or something like that but yeah. <laughs> um, they, they do they do keep they do keep coming back although arsenal's got far more positive connotations than the um than the, than the previous yeah but i, I don't was... know I, mean, I think everything points to Manchester city to being the better team of the three but you know there's still a long way to go yeah i i, I think it's going to get quite interesting i think that's it it'll get interesting i think that's the best way of putting it for sure Dave, you got any more questions you want for Martin before he scoots up? I was just going to say, it'll get interesting until, you know, um, at that end, but Yeovil would have already hopefully wrapped things up and it will have been a nice, comfortable end to the season for them. Uh, evening, Mr Cooper, if you're listening. <laughs> Tom, were you wanting to come in there? Uh, I've got, well, a point and I've got a question as well. One final question. Well, um, point is five minutes that... to do it. Oh, I think we got it. We can do that. Yeah, I got um, more as well. Let's let's cram yeah, them. Let's in. keep going. Let's keep going. Bonus. <laughs> um, so we've got the point being that the National League South is not the only team. Well, the, the only division, I should say, with um, a team that is uh, further ahead than everybody else in both the National League North and the National League itself. There are also massive gaps. So it just goes to show perhaps the the level of quality of these leagues now, where you're getting some really quite incredible teams Chester, being built, the Chester, likes of Yeovil. 21 points or something? Um, yeah. So, so, yeah it? It's um, it's not, it's certainly not unique to us, man, but but uh, we're certainly not going to shy away from that either. And, and uh, if, it, if it's reflective of, of, 
all the staff and the volunteers and Mark and the players, if it's reflective of their efforts, and I, and I think it is illustrative of that, that then, then absolutely let that be, you know, a score sheet as to uh, that reflects all the efforts that they've all made at the club this season. So, so yeah, I think it's it's quite fitting to be to be at that sort of level. Yeah. And uh, my final question is: um, It came out over the weekend the statement from uh, Maidstone United about some of the uh, fan troubles that we saw. Yeah at the Gallagher Stadium when we travelled there a couple of weekends ago. Um, I'm not sure what your thoughts on it were, considering they have now deleted that statement. Yes, a, 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 a learned colleague of mine was, was uh, a little bit influential on that. Um, y- you don't make that sort of statement, um, you know, club to club to club. You, you, you just don't stereotype a, a club on that basis. You, you, don't, you don't whitewash the whole fan base and say... You know, we will think about banning clubs wholesale from coming. Um, my comment on that would be, you know, if you've got, for example, two hostile fan bases, don't sit them right next to each other, separated by a 10-foot tarpaulin sheet. Um, don't let them leave at the same time. Um, and, you know, increase your number of stewards. So... I'm not. I'm not condoning any bad behaviour from from a certain amount of Yeovil fans, but you know you don't kind of make that sort of arrogant statement, if you like, which, which stereotypes and you know. But what about all the good fans that travelled there? Then is that just is that just mm. dismissing them? So um, you know, six or one and half a dozen and all that sort of thing. But firstly, you know, if, if you don't have adequate marshalling. If you decide to stick away and home supporters uh, distance between like a 10 foot sheet, um, you know, it's it's not to say any of that bad behaviour was acceptable in any way, shape or form. But if you know there's going to be hostilities, um, you know, I mean, look where we sit in the Thatchers and where we where our uh, away visitors go. There is an element of common sense to it. But but don't start suggesting you're going to ban clubs wholesale. Um from attending your ground, it's it's it's, all, it's almost all, almost kind of you know libelous, slam, slanderous, or whatever it is, um, and hence why um, that statement's no longer on their website. Can I just make a wider point, Martin? Because it was must have been about two or three weeks ago now. Yeovil obviously um, came out with a statement about um, their own fans and behaviour. I just wanted to ask: Is that something that the club felt needed to be addressed you know has it had it been on the mind of the club for a little while and it felt that was the right time is it something that was ongoing for a while but certainly on the club's mind and and on my mind i mean you know a if we get a fine that's money we can't put into a player into the fan zone into upgrading the stadium but the most terrifying thought is 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 a group of fans who swear such allegiance to, to Yeovil Town and yet risk us getting a points deduction and jeopardising our possible promotion to the National League. Um, you know, you, 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 you could almost think that they behave worse because we put a statement out. Listen, you're not causing me damage. You're not, you're not sort of being big in that. What you're doing is jeopardising 
the promotion of the club. It would come to that. There would be a points deduction if that continued. And, and, and you know, we continue to, to appeal to that set of fans. Um, and, you know, we, we study footage and we study CCTV. And, and, and any offending fans that are going to constantly be letting down our reputation, you, you're going to get banned from the club. In fact, we've got to safeguard the club's future and, and that for, for the majority of the fans that support it. So I can imagine a few little spiteful Twitter comments from that, but those are exactly the sort of people that, that that's aimed at. So, you know, why don't you just go and enjoy the football? If you get on the bus that day, only intent on making trouble, you're not a fan of Yeovil Town Football Club at all. And enjoy the football. Point, it's it's a, a good line. Oh, before we do, Aid, we have to get <clears> this in because we it's not just the men's team that are doing well. And Yeovil ladies enjoyed some success this weekend and they have um, completed um, their wave one, I should say, the Somerset Division One title, which yeah. is absolutely fantastic. It's going off for, for both the men's and the women's teams at Brilliant. Yeovil and well all done. the struggles that oh, they have yeah. had at Yeovil women's as well. Exactly. Brilliant for them to be back on well the Well done. Map. Well done to those, to, to those ladies. And um, thank you for setting a standard that us uh, meagre men's first team need to need to aspire to so uh, i guess we'll, we'll go for the treble so to speak yeah absolutely well on that yep. point sadly i have to say it's time to call it a day so martin thanks once again for coming on to the show we love it when you come on i love um, it too it's a pleasure thank good. you uh, our love to the cat uh hilda well done <laughs> mate thanks for coming on and the same to tom and uh, don't forget, there's another podcast on Wednesday night on uh, Three Valleys Radio. So please feel free to tune in and have another dose of football. Bloody hell. Feels I was born with two faces I feel the smoke climbing